Welcome to Machine Learning, The Way the World Works. I know that debt reduction and living on a small, I know about debt reduction and living on a small budget. Living debt-free is the only way to escape Babylon. Being debt-free means no more sleepless nights worrying about debt accumulation. Debt-free means freedom to travel, feed the poor, and clothe those in need. The poor did not bring bad luck upon themselves. It is judgmental to think that the poor are lazy. It takes just as much energy to survive at the bottom as the top. The difference is choice. At the bottom, the poor expend energy finding shelter, earning money for food uh, to buy, acquiring limited health care, overcoming discouragement from lack of recognition or limited reputation, and they desire for self-actualization. Put yourself in their position to understand they are people with dreams, hopes, and aspirations like you. At the top, the rich expend energy maintaining assets. They expend resources, time, and effort running businesses. They struggle with health problems related to fat-based and sugar-rich diets. They fear theft and expend energy to guard assets. They spend sleepless nights worrying about perception and social status, and they want to be the best. The rich and the poor expend equal amounts of energy in an attempt to survive. At the bottom, at the ends of the wealth spectrum, each person is better positioned by becoming debt-free. The most important question is to ask when working to become debt-free is, what do I want to accomplish for myself and my family? For me, I want to live a peaceful life as I grow older. I do not want to worry about money. I remember buying a well-used $5,000 Toyota Camry and my family driving it for several years. Within three years, we had it paid off. We had paid off the vehicle. The 1998 Camry was exceptionally well-designed and manufactured vehicle. The Camry, a six-cylinder with 24 valves, was well-balanced engine capable of lasting several hundred thousand miles. We drove the vehicle for 326,000 miles before an icy road accident forced us to salvage it. Paying off the Camry allowed us to divert car funds to paying off other debt. Another important principle when buying down debt is to do it for the good of others. I pay 10% on my gross earnings to tithing. We also pay monthly offerings for the poor in the community. Additionally, we bought socks for the poor in our community to provide relief. By using your, our money to provide resources for the poor and needy, opportunity is created and opportunities increase. Then more opportunities emerge. The poor should not covet nor desire to take their goods from the rich by theft. Instead, there should be a mutual cooperation associated with one another. One group of people is not better than the other. The sharing of resources helps bless both groups. The world is trending towards less poverty and less starvation. Fewer children are dying because of malnutrition. Individuals and communities, not governments and corporations, are making a difference in reducing poverty. What causes scarcity? Opulence and greed cause scarcities because of the desire to control resources. One false uh, economic doctrine is Keynesian economics. There are many different reasons why sharing resources with others can be beneficial. For example, sharing resources can bring to distribute, uh, resor distributed resources more evenly. 
which can help to reduce inequality and improve overall well-being. Sharing resources can also help build strong communities and foster a sense of cooperation and collaboration. Additionally, sharing resources can help to provide support and assistance to those in need who can help to improve their lives and well-being. Ultimately, the specific benefits of shared resources with others will depend on the contents and specific resources being shared. And shared resources should always be voluntary, never forced. There are many reasons, different reasons why people may choose to help others. Some may do it for the good of others because they believe in the importance of helping others and making the world a better place. Others may do good for others because they believe in the principles of compassion, empathy, and kindness. Still, others may do good for others because they want to improve the lives of others and make a positive impact on the world. Ultimately, the reason for doing good for others depends and varies on individuals' beliefs, values, and personal experiences. There are... Um, now, opulence and greed can cause scarcity in a number of ways. For example, if individuals or groups become excessively focused on acquiring wealth and resources, they may end up using their fair share of available resources, leaving less for others. This may lead to scarcity of resources, which may make it more difficult for others to meet their needs and achieve their goals. And that's what inflation does, is it, it uh, uh, transfers wealth to the top and it then creates scarcity in the resources because people can't afford them. Additionally, excessive focus on acquiring wealth and resources can lead to concentration of wealth and power in the hands of a small group of individuals or organizations, which can lead to economic inequality and social injustice. This, in turn, can contribute to scarcity for those who are disadvantaged or marginalized. So governments in the process of, of these social injustices may start to accumulate debt. And that's a mistake too, uh, because of the, the debts represent transfer of wealth from one group to the government. Governments may increase accumulation for a number of reasons. For example, governments may take on debt to fund public programs and services such as healthcare, education, and infrastructure. This can help to improve the well-being of citizens and support economic growth. Governments may increase debt accumulation in order to stimulate the economy during economic downturn or crisis. That's true, but at the end of the, of the term, unless you pay off that debt, that debt uh, payments become larger and larger, and over time, uh, it's impossible to repay on principle, and all we are paying on is the interest. And at that point, the government should repudiate, Congress should repudiate the debt and remove that oppression from the people. Governments may increase debt in order to finance military operations or other national security objectives. Ultimately, the specific reasons for accumulating debt will depend on the context and goals and priorities of the government. So now, excessive government debt can adversely affect the poor in a number of ways. Uh, for example, if the government becomes excessively in debt, it may be forced to cut back on public programs and services that are crucial for the well-being of the poor and disadvantaged individuals. This can include things like health care, education, and social welfare. Additionally, uh, government debt will lead to higher taxes and inflation. 
and the, and that uh, again is more oppressive upon the poor than the lack of social programs. This is because the poor have limited income and they are more sensitive to changes in prices and taxes. Ultimately, the specific way in which excessive government debt can adversely affect the poor will depend on context and policies. Now, monetary policy is a set of tools and instruments that central banks use to manage money supply and achieve their macroeconomic objectives, such as low inflations to stable prices and and uh, full employment. So the way they do that for the inflation is they start buying up bonds, which then raises interest rates and uh, uh, decreases the rate of inflation. One of the ways central banks it can implement monetary policies injected borrow money into the economy. We saw that in 2008 where they were injecting uh, stimulus money to the banks in excess of a couple of trillion dollars. And what the banks were doing was instead of utilizing that to heat up the economy, they uh, were either not taking the loans or they were uh, using storing the loans in and reinvesting it into other investments. So the idea of economic stimulus uh, by injecting money through monetary policy did not work effectively. Okay, now returning back to Keynesian, Keynesian economics, it doesn't work. Keynesian economics states gross domestic product equals consumption plus investment plus government spending plus net exports, exports and imports. Okay, let's go over the pieces. Gross net domestic product, that's how much the com- country produces. Uh, investments, those are financial devices. Government spending, that could be in military, healthcare, uh, social programs, net exports, which be exports of oil, uh, imports and exports of natural gas. So the idea behind Keynesian economics was to uh, increase the government spending and that would, uh, in essence, increase the, uh, the economy, would stimulate the economy through government spending. But what happens when it's government uh, spending increases is you get inflation. Through, again, through what I was talking about, through the debt accumulation, and the debt accumulation then inflates the money and devalues the currency. The Keynesians believed if the government increased spending, the gross domestic product would increase. Therefore, if government engages in stimulus programs, projects, the economy will grow, jobs increase, wealth trickle down, and inflation accelerate, which it does. And then, at the same time, they began raising interest rates um, and began to increase taxation. So, in essence, to stimulate the government spending, higher taxes and higher inflation, which makes the payment on the debt cheaper because you're paying back expensive debt with cheaper money. The Keynesian uh, argued that the increased government spending was needed when the economy slowed down. The reason Keynesian economics does not work is government increases debt accumulation and the increased debt accumulation slows growth because money is part of uh, paying for interest, fees, penalties associated with servicing the debt. The only escape for government debt is to cut spending. 
save, and pay off debt. Repudiation or reparation of debt means selling assets to pay in part the full debt. A partial payment is agreed upon and the bad investments are shed. The economy is allowed to heal and new investments generated. Another false doctrine causing scarcity is monetary policy. Milton Friedman's monetary policy does not work. Monetary policies injects borrowed money into the economy to provide liquidity. We saw that a lot when uh, money was being injected into uh, Portugal, Spain, Ireland, and um, um, France. The monetary equation of money times velocity equals price times transaction. So they want to increase the amount of money that will increase the velocity in the system. Prices uh, and transactions are expected to increase. So maybe prices decrease, but your transactions have to go up or prices go up and the transactions decrease. But they, they are, there's a correlation in their theory that money and velocity of, of goods trading hands is uh, being stimulated by money supply. So the monetarists push for increasing the money supply. Increases the money supply will be thought to increase more liquidity, availability to get cash provided in the form of bank loans, operating capital, daily loans, and mortgage loans. However, in 2008, after the meltdown, the Fed lend engaged in the strange act of providing lower interest rate loans to pay off higher interest rate loans. The banks reacted by buying back the same debt with cheaper money, signaling the mortgage-backed securities were a, a gift. The risk associated with the bad investments was not liquidation. The risk associated with bad loans remained, and the banks remained weak. The fact this derivative feature action was not outlawed meant that the market did not heal. Monetarist philosophy fails to work. Japan's economy is a prime example of failed monetaristic economics. Japan believed in the monetarist theory of money supply and as a consequence Japan has experienced over 30 years of economic depression. Japan's government spent in excess of 250% of gross domestic product. Japan's consumer confidence failed and the prices for consumables in Japan decreased. The money supply increases could not keep the transaction prices from falling. Deflation raged in Japan and it has been for 30 years. Morality must return to banking practices to heal the economy. Practice like leveraging, investment speculation, and fractional reserves should be done away with permanently. They are an immoral business practice and only hurt us in the long run. A bank must return to conservative business practices of being a money warehouse. Enticements to save are not necessary. What is necessary is the preservation of value that the stored money possesses. Money should be stored like a commodity in a warehouse. The bank should act as a warehouse. The value of the money stored should be equal to the value of the money surrendered. Increases in the money supply should never happen. Inflation is not a good thing. The money the warehouse money should not be spent on speculative investments or invested in the stock market.
The rich do not like Keynesian economics because it leads to high taxes for the rich and excess government spending. Keynesian economics drives the idea that putting people back to work requires government spending. So who, which group supports Keynesian economics? The Democratic group does. However, higher taxation curbs growth by removing money that could be used for capital expenditures. Increased government debt, higher taxation, war debt prolonged the Great Depression of 1944, leading to 20 years of slow economic growth. Trump believes that the economic growth requires a strong military. A strong military and a strong currency help ensure the sovereignty of the nation. In 2017, Trump increased military spending by $526 billion. The Trump administration repealed the Clean Power Plan and retrieved coal industry as a source of electrical power. Electricity is a thousand times too expensive. Coal has been an important producer of electricity in the past. The carbon initiatives have been killing the big coal. Trump revived the coal industry. Um... Okay, uh, NAFTA. NAFTA is to be renegotiated. Trade protectionisms did not work. And so he realigned the NAFTA to be more fair. And as a result, um, the U.S. started to, to benefit from that, that re- relationship. Trump uh, responded to the $350 trillion in interest rate de- derivatives. Well, he didn't really respond to that, but he should have. Interest rates uh, swaps force banks to pay out when interest rates rise. This fact forced the government to rescue the banks. However, no bank is too big to fail. The growth by removing money that could be used for capital expenditures, increased government debt, high taxation, and war debt prolonged the Great Depression of '44, leading to 20 years of slow economic growth. Okay, as we stated before. Um, now, he should have repudiated that interest rate swaps. The main reason it, it needs to be repudiated is it, it, uh, um, it creates a derivative and there's a winner and loser on that rising interest rates. And when the inflation is raging, then the banks are getting slaughtered by the bears. The Fed should not increase the money supply. Eliminating the increase in money supply will cause liquidation of assets to pay off bad investments. Interest rates will not rise. The banks will not default. Trump supports bank buying and selling interest rate derivatives, and he wants to remove the gram dog regulation on banks. Trump believes the banks will trade on the derivatives market to hedge against risk interest rate payoffs. Banks will be allowed to fail. Interest rates are risk hedges against deflation and inflation. Derivatives create a winner and loser. They become a financial counselor when uh, money transfers between parties, creating disruptions in wealth accumulation. When businesses borrow money, it's called a corporate bond or a junk bond. A junk bond is used to raise money and is associated with a high yield rate. However, junk bonds are speculative investments with reoccurring default patterns. Junk bonds can go under, and debt is not repaid to the investor. 
Junk bonds increase in volume when the economy is growing. Companies borrow money to fuel expansion. When the economy slows, corporate profits decrease, lessening the ability to pay the interest and pay on the debt. Every decade, between 10 to 12% of the junk bond companies default on their debt. Electronic trade funds convert junk bonds to certificates that can be traded like a commodity. FDs are speculative bets on price direction of the junk bond market. Investors fear default sell off their FDs and hold cash. The junk bond certificate price decreases as sellers exceed buyers. Junk bonds are heavily invested in energy. Changes in energy consumption can fuel greed or drive fear. For example, falling oil prices will cause a sell-off of junk bonds. The $2 trillion junk bond market represents a huge amount of corporate debt. Corporations return to conservative debt ratios during a crisis or a series of downgrades. Why is the junk bond volume so large? Low interest rates increase the number of companies seeking low yield loans in the junk bond market. Pension funds have invested money into the junk bond market seeking higher returns than government bond market. The junk bond risk factors are downplayed. Mutual funds have invested into the junk bond market. Speculative markets will fail. The warehouse of money is lost. Future value of the money is unknown. If government spending increases, interest rates will rise. When interest rates rise, debt becomes expensive. Expensive debt causes a contraction in the junk bond market. Pensions and mutual funds experience loss. The junk bond market directly responds to fluctuations in interest rates or the fear and greed associated with changes in the interest rate. So there you have it. In summary, what I've explained is the um, importance of not following monetary policies that are based on fear and greed and the return of uh, less government accumulated debt and the avoidance of monetary policy to fix the economy.